everyone. Welcome to Curiosity Killed the Cat. We're three curious friends. That's, That's us. us. I'm Christy. I'm Nash. I'm Yvette. We'll be talking about all things paranormal, supernatural, creepy, spooky, and anything that makes you say, what the f***? Attention. Before we begin, the following story is for mature audience. It contains graphic crime scene details, rape, explicit language, listener discretion is advised. Hello, hello everyone. Hi. Welcome back to Curiosity welcome, welcome. the Cat. We are Christy and Yvette. Yes, today. And clink clink, girl. Clink clink. Thanks for we the, wine. the wine. Yes. We started the wine already because I'm on my second glass, guys. Yes. And I I only had one because I'm telling the story, so I don't want to get, you know, too Yeah, I want my Victor <laughs> to come out. Yes. How's your week been treating you, Yvette? It's been good. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I've been trying to be more mindful. Be Yeah, be more mindful and intentional about my thoughts. Mm-hmm. Just trying to, like, do my affirmations and focus all my positive energy on, like, getting my job, lending my, my job and stuff. Yeah. Well, because... Some of us were a little funky, and Yvette Googled us. Oh, yeah. I have, I'm have. i surrounded by a lot of Aries. <laughs> yes. And Lucky you. the Aries in my household was acting super funky, moody, and I always thought, like, wh- I thought, like, what the hell is going on? So instantly when I know my Aries is acting weird, like moody, mm-hmm. I Google mercury retrograde and sure enough we were right in the middle oh the beginning of the retrograde and i just this thought this is real you know what yeah but some people don't believe it but i'm just all about energy and like people think like oh astrology and your signs but it's like hey let me do me you do you mm-hmm. i don't tell you nothing because you believe in jesus that's fine you do you whatever you know that's yeah. what you believe in so let me believe in what I want. So what did it what did it say? Do you remember much about this retrograde? Yeah, through? this retrograde was r- going to be really heavy in with in the Aries house, uh, mm-hmm. in the house of Aries. So obviously my Aries was nor- more moody than usual. Plus also we're <laughs> trying to close escrow on the house and we're thinking about moving. So it was just really stressful and I didn't want to make it even more stressful. So I'm picking my battles. Mm-hmm. But also, you know, they say during a retrograde not to sign documents or whatever. And thank God we close escrow at the tail end of the retrograde mm-hmm. and we move when we're already like out of the retrograde. So I'm like, okay, it's just this really tense three to four weeks. I just, you know, like mm-hmm. just be mindful and not pick a fight because you know I, a lot of miscommunications happen during the retrograde oh yeah that's what they say like don't make misunderstanding any... so i'm just kind of like going with the flow and just minding my own business picking your battles yes ma'am trying to smooth out the wrinkles mm-hmm. or stay away from the wrinkles one of yeah have you been feeling it you're in aries have you felt it i did i did like last week i was a little bit in a funk and i was gonna look it up but i'm like oh, i was just so busy with work yeah just life that i never even got around to it but it did cross my mind but um i don't know if i ever told the um our listeners when i experienced the vertigo uh, i don't no. think i did no you didn't so i experienced vertigo for you listeners maybe about two three months ago mm-hmm. and i went to like a holistic lady well i went to a few places to help it and thank god i haven't had any issues but one of them did tell me that stress or caring too much um would cause this kind of thing to happen to me oh okay. so ever since then i've really tried to just really let things go oh, if i already let things go let i thought i let things go but let maybe, it go yeah <laughs> well that's good yeah so i think like You're if i'm in a funk an for one day i really try to make the next day like okay just don't worry about yesterday just like start a new day mm-hmm. and then just live that day as best you can yeah then, good yeah yeah i think that's the best way to do it that's how i that's what i've been doing I go to because I've been going on my walks every day. Mm-hmm. And I just started, like, I sit in my car. And then Max is doing his thing in the back seat, So I just really just focus on my breathing. And I try to, like, focus all my mental energy on just positive stuff. Because mm-hmm. then it, if you think about the negative, it, it can weigh you down. And then well, yeah. you focus on the negative, And then that's all that happens to you is negative. You know what I mean? Because mm-hmm. that's all you're focusing on. And that's all you see. 
And you've been so consistent with your walks. I'm sure. It's oh, helping. it's super super helpful, especially right now. Yeah. Now I had like I was telling you like I had like a freaking panic attack. Yeah, it's. I think if I wasn't going on my walks, I'd be even worse. Yeah. Like, no, that air so and that sunshine really helps. Yeah. So it totally helps rather than being cooped up in a house. So your vertigo's completely gone now. I've never. I haven't experienced it since. Oh, that's I good. I experienced it for like three days, and then I haven't. Knock on wood. I hope it's gone forever. But I, uh, they say sometimes it leaves, and then it'll, you'll get an episode. Does your ear still feel clogged or not? Anymore? No, I use the drops to oh, unclog God. all the lovely earwax my ears have. <laughs> <Ew>. <laughs> so maybe it was fluid stuck in there. Mm-hmm. Hopefully that's all it was. But no, oh, I haven't. Okay. I haven't experienced this since, thank God, because honestly, for anyone going through vertigo, I feel for you, it was the worst. Yeah, I remember you said everything was was spinning. the worst thing I've ever, like, and it was scary because I'm like, is this the rest of my life? Yeah. Is this it? Like, I'm going to be spinning forever just randomly? That sucks. It really sucks. Well, I'm glad you're feeling better, but Naya's still under the weather. Yes, guys. And I think she might be gone the rest of the season right but we will let you know yeah we'll let you know she's just not feeling like herself late these days yeah she must be in retrograde she's in retro full <laughs> retrograde well, she is an aries <laughs> she is yeah oh my god that's right yeah. oh my yeah see aries all around for reals yeah so she's not feel. maybe after the retrograde her health Ooh, will feel a lot she'll better. bounce back yes <gasps> that would be awesome hopefully but yes. we'll keep you guys posted. So Naya is not here with us on this episode again. No, not today. Hi, Naya. We hope you're listening. You better we love be listening. You. We miss you. Um, on a good note, they have arrested two suspects for little Aiden's murder. Yes, that's awesome. Thank God. I'm glad to. I'm glad to see it. Unfortunately, it doesn't bring the little six-year-old boy back, but. Yeah, and it's in a neighboring city, a close city I next to us. I couldn't believe they were down the street yeah. from where this happened. Yeah, that's terrible. They're literally like, what, five miles? Yeah. Maybe yeah. ten? Yeah. That's nothing. Yeah. That sucks, huh? It sucks. And they were young. Well, I kind of figured they'd be young. They're early 20s. I'm sh- they look really mm-hmm. young. They were boyfriend and girlfriend. Mm-hmm. The people that got arrested, the people that are being accused of this murder, were boyfriend and girlfriend, and they... Re- Recited in Costa Mesa, mm-hmm. which is just California. down the freeway. And I kind of thought they would be further out. Yeah, like just passing through yeah. or something. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, I didn't think they'd be local here in Orange County. How sad. Ay, uh, these idiots. Yeah. So you have a deadbeat dad story for us? I do, even. I have a really bad deadbeat dad. Like <gasps> this dad. I think this is probably one of the worst stories I've ever covered. Oh my gosh, shut up. Because the story I'm doing, I literally cannot get through without crying. Mm-hmm. I've never felt like that about any of my stories. And this one, it makes me cry every single time. No way. Yes, it is just like, it just kicks me, like it kicks me right in the heart, dude. So I'm going to have to bring tissues next week. Oh yeah, like I literally get a knot in my throat. Oh my god, It's so, so bad. But uh, let's see if your guy can top my guy. <laughs> well, this guy's a complete, complete asshole. Like, man, he's up there. I don't know. I had never heard of him till I, like, looked up, you know, stories to do. But, oh, guys, you're in for a good one, a really bad one. Um, so we're going to start off today. Okay. What do you this have? individual's name is Fred West. Okay. Fred have you heard was, of him? No, I have not heard and of him. And he is from the UK. Oh, okay. London area. Okay. And um, let's get started. Hold on, guys, because you're not going to believe the shit this guy did. Oh, my gosh. Okay, Fred. All right, guys. What to do? All right. Frederick West was born to Walter and Daisy West on September 29th of 1941. He was born in Mulch, Markle a Herefordshire village in England. I hope I said that right. Sorry if I didn't. He grew up on a farm doing duties with his family. His father was very strict and violent and um, his mom actually favored him. He was like kind of like the chosen one in her eyes. It, mm-hmm. her, her, his dad was, like I said, abusive and just wanted him to do chores. There was also rumored to be incest in the family. Um, Fred was used to killing animals on the farm and just seeing his family. You know, they lived in poverty, so he mm-hmm. 
did witness certain things and it's also rumored that because his mom favored him so much that she actually introduced him to sexual activities at a young age and to wait what do you mean like they had like an ancestral relationship yeah Ew. Yeah, it's rumored that that's what happened, and also well, I hate stories like this. They make me nauseous. Yeah, I told you it was gonna make your stomach. In oh, a I hate stories like this. They make me like so sick to my stomach. It's so like, twisted. I, it's super oh twisted. My gosh, you can't okay. make this shit up. Like okay, yeah, and so um, it's also rumored that his mom introduced him to bestiality. Mm, having sex with animals yes whoa, whoa no i hate stories like this oh god <laughs> you know, about to, your wine's about to come back up oh okay continue. i know i'm gonna tell you when i first started this story i was like okay i'm gonna do it and then part of the way through i'm like i shouldn't do it but i was just too deep in and, yeah you're and kidding there's no point of no return i didn't want to start again because then i'd have to start from zero and sorry guys but that's why i put the disclaimer in the beginning of the episode um, because this shit is really twisted and it's really fucked up. Ooh. I mean, when you hear about this guy, you wish like no guy like this should have ever been born. Oh my god! Into okay. world. Yeah. So they incest. He was having sexual relationships with his mom, mm-hmm. and she introduced him to bestiality, which is having sex with animals. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And her, his father was having sex with his sisters. So there was and all Kane? kinds of just shit going on in this little All kinds of fucked up. Farm, yeah. But Fred, one of Fred's brothers does state that it's not true that Fred made this up and it's just his own fantasies. The dad. Mom. With his mom. Oh, Fred is the son. Mm-hmm. And one of Fred's brothers said, he no. He says this never happened. Fred is just making this, this up. This is just fa- sexual fantasies, I Yes, guess. exactly. Mm, okay. So he's the only one that says this isn't true, but... Um, Fred says this is what happened when he was a kid. So Fred dropped out of high school at the age of 15 and became a farm laborer. At age 17, he suffered, suffered from a motorcycle accident, which caused him to go into a coma, have numerous surgeries, and he there was actually a metal plate placed in his head. So he lost his marbles. Supposedly, because don't they say like a lot of serial, trauma, brain serial he- killers brain have like trauma. head injuries? Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. So that's why I wanted to cover that. Another head injury he had was that he was pushed off the second story okay. of um, the youth club because he was trying to assault a, a, one of the other ladies there. Oh. He was young, too, still in his teens. He was trying to assault one of the other ladies there, and she pushed him off somehow. Off, and like, she, he fell off the second story. The second story of, like, the fire escape. Good. I know. The hell is wrong with you? Freaking right. And supposedly this um, this fall made him suffer permanent brain damage. Fred was known for getting into trouble. He had encounters with the police and such things as petty theft and small crimes. Nothing too crazy yet. Mm-hmm. In 1961, he was accused of knocking up a 13-year-old family friend. I will say in some places I wrote it was a family friend. And in, in, in other articles... You I read, not wrote. Oh, yes. I read... Mm-hmm. <laughs> you didn't write nothing, girl. <laughs> in other articles, it was said that he knocked up his 13-year-old sister. Oh, okay. So it's either sister or friend. It's just yeah. various. But it was someone close to them, and the family, um, they made him leave. He was disowned. They sent him off? Yes. They said he wasn't welcome in the, in the house anymore, so he off he went. Maybe it was the sister. Maybe. But the family made him leave. Even his mom, who favored him, she... Ooh, she kicked him out? Yeah. Skin the boot. To never come back. Oh, wow. Yeah. Okay. They, like, banished him. They're like, you're out of the family. So maybe... You broke the rules. Sister. Don't get your sisters pregnant. Yeah. <laughs> you went too far. <laughs> you went too far, Fred. Okay. I know. So Fred went to go work for a construction company. And that didn't last too long because he got caught stealing and oh, was pues. also then accused of having sex with minors oh pues mm-hmm. hi fred fred said that his actions were a result of his head trauma and that he was only convicted of child molestation so they let him go he wasn't even convicted of actually raping he just they said supposedly he molested some girls mm-hmm. and then so they let him free bye-bye mm-hmm. wow okay in 1962, Fred met Rena Castillo, who was Scottish. She, at the time that they met, she was actually pregnant with some other man's child. 
Fred really liked her and wanted her to remain in England, so he decided to marry her in mm -hmm. November of 1962. The baby was born in March the following year. They named the baby Charmaine, and shortly after they had a baby of their own, which they named Anna Marie. But let me tell you a little bit about Charmaine. She was born pretty dark mm -hmm. because apparently her father, That's her black. biological father was Pakistan. Oh, okay. So what happened was that Fred and Rena made up a lie that Rena had lost the baby. Okay. And so they adopted this new baby. Okay. Who's darker. And that's why she's darker. Because she's adopted. Okay. Okay. <laughs> yes. <laughs> All so right. they didn't want to tell anybody that it wasn't really Fred's child. Ah, uh, I see. Mm-hmm. Okay. So Anna Marie was born and Fred got a new job as an ice cream man. Okay. I don't know how he got the job to, um, you know, be around more children, but apparently he did. During this time, he met Anna McFall, who was, I don't know if she was a customer or she was a hitchhiker, but he met her during this ice cream truck business he had going on, and mm -hmm. she became very close to him. She confided in him, and she told him that she would sell her body for booze. She didn't offer him her body, but she did tell him like she to is somebody. that type of person. Yeah. Oh, okay. That she she does have a drinking problem, and that's the kind of things that she does. Okay. Um, <laughs> Fred felt bad for her, so he told her like, "Oh, come live with me. Come take care of my kids. You can be like my moving nanny." Okay. So um, after a while, Anna Marie did go live with Rena and Fred, and Rena and Fred were having a really tumultuous relationship. Rena was having an affair. Fred was having an affair. Oh, they damn. just were not getting along. Rena was in and out of the house mm -hmm. um, because Fred became abusive. He started okay. um, being physically abusive to him, to her, mm -hmm. and the two girls that they had. Um, it was rumored that the girls had to stay in their room whenever Fred was home, and he was just he was just an asshole A to dick. the girls. Mm -hmm. So, Rena, like I said, she was in and out of the house, and at one point she left. She decided to supposedly separate from Fred. Okay. But Anna McFall was still there taking care of the girls, right? Mm -hmm. She was the moving nanny, but she actually fell for Fred. She was yeah. really in love with him. Okay. And she no told... judgment. <laughs> but we're judging. But we're judging. And she told Fred, you know, why don't we just be a family? And she was just all about him. And, well, you know, he was still having sex with her, so I guess he didn't have an issue at the moment. Right. Anna Marie ended up, you know, becoming pregnant with his mm -hmm. child. Mm -hmm. And when she was about eight months pregnant, Rena decided to come back into the picture. Okay. Well, Fred's here with this knocked-up girlfriend. <laughs> He's okay. Yeah. And Rena's coming back. He's having his cake and eating it, too. Yes. Oh so, it turns out that Fred has to get rid of one. Of yeah, she, yeah, he had to get rid of Anna McFall, so he decides to kill her. <gasps> no. Yeah, okay. mm -hmm. he decided to kill her and he buried her in an area near the home, and he then went home to live his happily life with Rena. Okay. During this time, he actually hid a four-year-old boy with his ice cream truck. <gasps> Shut up. What the hell? Yes. And he was not convicted of murder. He got away with it? He got away with it. I don't know. Yeah. He said it was an accident, but he was not convicted. But he knew because he was the ice cream, ice cream driver and it was a local thing that happened. He decided to go leave the business and move into a caravan type residence with Rena. And so that ice cream business was no more. <laughs> no, I'm gonna kill someone. I gotta put <laughs> yes. this truck away. He was like, I think this might be a problem with the locals. Oh my God. And he was a, a child molester. Yeah. Ew. Yeah. You know what? You just never know who your neighbors are. You never know. Christy? Oh, wait, we're neighbors. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my gosh. What the hell? Okay. You know what? This story sounds really familiar. I think I might have heard it before. Really? Yeah, but it continues. You can't make it up. So if no. you've probably heard it, it's probably the same story. <sighs> okay, continue. Yes. Serena and Fred got back together and they moved away, but I didn't last too long because a year later, Arena again left Fred. And this time she left the girls mm -hmm. with Fred. 
Oh my gosh. Oh God. Okay. And keep in mind the first the first child is not, not his. It's not even his. Yeah. Yeah. So I don't I don't know. I mean I'm not her. I don't want to judge. I wasn't back. Yeah. I think she just feared him because he was clearly the wife. The wife feared Fred. Yeah. Because he was an asshole. He was violent to her, and she ended up just fleeing, mm-hmm. and she left her daughters behind. Oh, wow. Okay. Yep. And so, you know, Fred was being a single father, raising these two little girls. Mm-hmm. And then in November of 1968, he met Rose. Rose just had turned 15, mm-hmm. and um, Fred was trying to sweep her off her feet. Rose won- wanted nothing to do with them. She wasn't, you know, really vibing with him okay. and she would be like yeah, i'm not interested and he kept trying and she kept pushing Persistent. him away mm-hmm. and then uh fred decided to get rid of soft story that his ex-wife left him with two daughters and he wanted a special woman to fill in that motherly role and the, that's the panty dropper line right there apparently she thought, oh yes that's me that's me i can handle this oh my <laughs> gosh <laughs> All right. she clearly can't handle this so let me tell you a little bit about rose okay Mm-hmm. Rosemary Letts was born in Devon on November 29th of 1953. Both her parents suffered from mal- mental illnesses. Oh, boys. Mm-hmm. Her mom suffered from depression. She was so depressed that when she was pregnant with Rose, she underwent electroconvulsive therapy. <gasps> Shut up. While she was pregnant. So, oh, yeah. So she, she cooked the baby's brain a little. For those of you that don't know how to cook the baby's brain, with the small electric currents i guess they connect them to like the brain your head yeah and then with the currents they intentionally cause like they trigger brief seizures Mm -hmm. because the doctors believe that this procedure can like undo symptoms of certain mental illnesses i don't know how i'm not a doctor i don't even know if they still do this i don't think they do electroshock therapy let me google but supposedly, Google-shmoogle. like, the seizures might be able to undo the whatever mental state that you're in that's, like, you know, just ruining your mental health. So she decided to go through this while pregnant. Okay? Oh, my God. And so family believes that this could have produced some side effects in Rose because when she was in school, she was really bad. She often had really aggressive outbursts. Her she just she was really out there she did really poorly in school yeah it says that um side effects for electric shock therapy is loss of memory heart rhythm disturbances low blood pressure heartache nausea sore muscles aching jaw confusion Ew, that sounds terrible yikes and it's it is something that is still practiced oh it is yeah it's now it's practiced under general anesthesia hmm yeah well i hope they don't do it on pregnant women anymore but i don't know i know sometimes when you're pregnant it just you says get that it's the worst funk it just says uh the mayo clinic says that electric electroconvulsive therapy is much safer to the, today than it was back then oh good and it has it still has some side effects well that's good that it's better but yeah, and it's I mean, this legal was in what, the U.S. The, the 50s? It's illegal to um, give it to patients younger than 16 years old in Texas and Colorado. Oh, so they probably definitely wouldn't have been doing it. And in it some cases, you can only receive the therapy with permission of the courts and a doctor. Ooh. Mm-hmm. It wasn't a walk-in. Yeah, no, it's not something <laughs> you can walk into. But I know back then it was some like they did lobotomies. and the It's something that was really popular back then. I think this is when... You know, psychologists and all that was super new, and they were just trying to be pioneers of mental illnesses and stuff. The things they did to people with mental Like in Shutter Island. Have you seen that movie with Leonardo DiCaprio? I don't think I have. Oh, my gosh. It's such a good movie. You should definitely watch it. Shutter Island. I don't think I have. It's a mental illness. It takes place in the 1950s, Uh and he thinks he's a detective. I don't want to spoil for you, but he's a detective, and he goes to this mental hospital it's off this like you have to take a boat there to get to this mental like it's a little island he's he's and he he's trying to figure out the murder in this case like the murder supposed to be on in that island and he's there he's with a he's a patient huh (laughs) 
Maybe it did see it. Hey, he, Mark Ruff, uh, Mark Ruff, Gruffalo. Oh, I love Not, Mark Ruffalo. Is it Gruffalo or Ruffalo? Ruffalo. Yeah. We're talking about the same one. Yeah. The he, Hulk. The Hulk. Yes. He's in there. He's his partner. So he's helping him. To help. Maybe I did watch this. Well, he play. Well, spoiler alert. He is a patient, and Mark plays is his therapist. But he's they're doing role playing. They're letting him go along with this role playing in I hopes. Watch it again. I think I did. In hopes it. that him role acting out this whole thing might help him come to to realize like he murdered his wife because his wife murdered all their kids. <gasps> so he strangled his wife out of like shock. So he got put in a mental, and he was a true detective. So he got put in this mental hospital. So in hopes that that him were playing out this whole like looking for the oh. the murderer, they would think that it was just the therapy. And Mark just goes along with it as his partner to kind of not his partner. He's trying to discover what really happened, uncover what really. Well, happened. no, he's his therapist. He's just going along with him through the whole island to make sure he doesn't hurt anybody, and he's. Oh yeah, yeah, partner, yeah, boss, whatever you say, boss, you know, whatever. Oh my god, it's so good. But at the end, they said if this doesn't work, he's gonna have to go get a lobotomy. <sighs> and then at the end, it's very no, like. Don't tell me the end, I watch oh no! It. At the end, you don't you don't know like did it work or did it not work? Like what happened? Like oh, you're really? Yeah, they left it open ended. Yeah, you really have to watch. Like, <sighs> did the therapy work or not? You know. It's just so torn. It, you have to watch it. It's such a good movie. I gotta check it out. I feel like I've seen it. Yeah. Continue. Okay. So Rose and Fred. So Rose. Okay. So we went over Rose's mother's mm-hmm. uh, mental illness. Well, here comes her father. Oh, God. Who okay. was also violent and he suffered from schizophrenia. Oh, shit. When Rose's parents divorced, um, Rose went to go live with her mom. Well, her mom took her. She felt that she would be a better fit. But it wasn't very long before Rose went to go live with her father instead. Because they were all fucked up. Well, either way, you know. Yeah, they were fucked. Yeah. So she went to go live with her father. And okay. she was actually um, a very promiscuous person. And she says that she had sexual relations with her father. Oh, and that she so would oh often do things like that when she lived with him because, to get what she wanted. Kind of. Oh, to manipulate, I guess. Yeah, to kind of get like, I don't know. I mean, anything she wanted, really. Is what it sounded but like. But it's like, uh, well, no, it's wrong. You're your child. Like it's your like father should know better. Being, yeah. 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 Okay, continue. Although Fred was in and out of jail, Rose continued to have her relationship with Fred. Rose's father opposed trying to get his daughter to come back, but she did, that didn't happen. And at age 15, she became pregnant with Fred's child. Okay. That same year that they met. Oh my gosh, that's so crazy. Mm-hmm. So now there's three kids that they have to take care of. Yes. But he's in and out of jail. So. Because he's molesting people. Well, no. He goes in like for petty crimes like theft. And he hasn't gotten in for molesting someone yet. Uh, okay. He just can't stay out of jail. He's constantly getting into trouble. Yeah. He's constantly doing stupid little things. Oh, gosh. Okay. And so um, so she, she, you know, she gets pregnant. They have their first daughter. Her name is Heather. Mm-hmm. And Fred is in and out of jail, and Rose was left to care for the three girls. Whenever he's in jail, it's just her and the three girls. Mm-hmm. But as we already know, Rose has mental illnesses, and she grew up in an abusive home. Got it. Um, so it is believed that before, um, in one event before Fred was released from prison or jail, Rose had a violent episode in which she murdered Charmaine. <gasps> the oldest. The oldest daughter. She was only eight years old. And it's believed that she hit the body into the, um, oh, what do they call it? She hit the body where they put all the coal because, you know, it was back in the, the days. The furnace? Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. She hit the body where they put all, like, the after it's already burnt. Yeah. They, they, she hit the body for Fred because when Fred came back, she, he was going to dispose of the body. Oh. So, you know, Fred comes back and... And, um, you know, he disposes of the body. Yeah. Rose tells him, hey, um, by the way, I killed Charmaine. <gasps> he's like, oh, no, just kidding. I don't think he cared. Yeah, he ended right? up cutting off her fingers, her ankles, her wrists and her toesies. And he buried her under the patio. Yeah. And the, 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 bot, the deck of the house. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. He buried her. And that was that. So Charmaine is gone. And nobody sounded the alarm yet. And nobody cares because those weren't her real parents anyways. Mm -hmm. Exactly. Oh, no. That sucks. Yeah. It totally sucks. 
Oh, that yeah, cause her mom left her. Okay. Oh, that kind of sad. Yeah. So, but Rena, Charmaine's biological mother, mm -hmm. she became very anxious. She couldn't sleep at night. She was very worried for her daughters under the care of Fred because of course she knows he's a complete freaking asshole. So yeah. she finally worked up the courage to knock on Fred's door and ask for her daughters back. Um, in 1971, just a couple months after Charmaine was murdered. Oh, wow. Okay. So poor Rena became another of Fred's victims. Shut up. Just because she went to knock on the door? To ask for his, her daughter back. Her daughters. She went to ask for both. Oh, my God. So it's believed that he strangled her on the in the back of his car. And they think she may have been sexually assaulted because when they did find her body 20 years later... Oh, um, she had like a metal tube stuck up her vagina, stuck like in her body. I don't know exactly where it was, and so they did think <gasps> she was sexually assaulted. Ew, that sucks. Mm -hmm. She was cut and placed into multiple bags and buried, but where she was buried, it was surrounded by trees, and the trees ended up growing. So by the time they found the body, they like it didn't even look like there was a body there. Just different pieces. Yeah, bones. Yep. They buried, yeah, she was in Dude, that bags. sucks. They didn't even bother to take whatever they just put inside your booty or whatever. This is so nasty. It's nasty. Oh. Uh, yeah. Okay, continue. Yeah, so Fred does that to... The mother of his children. To the mother of Charmaine and Anne-Marie. And he goes back to live his very married life. Mm -hmm. Which wasn't so merry, but we'll proceed. A disgusting wife. Mm-hmm. And so, so Anna Marie, who's Rena's other daughter. Okay. You know, Fred tells her to lie that, hey, um, your mom came to pick up Charmaine. That's why Charmaine's no longer living with us. Mm -hmm. And Anna Marie was so sad. Like, wait, what? She came to pick up my sister. Why didn't she pick up me? Oh, no, that's the worst. Well, yeah, it is. She thought worst. her mom left her behind. Yes, which has got to be the worst feeling, especially when you're living in a freaking house of horror. He told Anna Marie, their second-born daughter, that the mother left her behind. The mother left her behind and <gasps> took Charmaine only. That's so sad. And so Anna Marie was really sad, and she asked, like, why didn't she take me? Why didn't mm -hmm. she leave me? And Frank told her, she wouldn't want you, love. You're the wrong color. <gasps> what color was she? I don't know. I guess a different color. <laughs> <laughs> a different color. What the hell? So let me tell you guys that Anna Marie, she actually wrote a book. Okay. It's called Out of the Shadows. Oh, let me and see. And in this book, uh -huh. she, she writes this, that he told her that she's the wrong color. And that's why she didn't take her with her, which is even more mindfuck. Out of the Shadows? Yes. If you look at it on Amazon, it's like freaking 500 bucks. $500? Yeah. I don't know why. But I think, I'm sure you can get it cheaper elsewhere. Out of the sh Shadows by Anna Marie. And she tells her whole story, guys. So if you guys want to check her out at the library or buy the book somewhere else, um, I heard it's a really good read. I read, I read the reviews and people said it was a really good read. And she tells her accounts of this crazy story with this crazy family that she unfortunately grew up in. Anna Marie West. No, mm -hmm. she's white. Maybe she meant... But Charmaine was darker, remember? Maybe that's what he meant. Like, you're yeah. the wrong color. Maybe she's too light. Yeah. Yeah, because she's white. Yeah. So that's what he told her. And so that's what she grew up thinking. That all this time... They honestly, I'm looking at pictures of Fred. Fred looked like a weirdo. He looked like a weirdo, but he was actually very charismatic and like super people. Well, so you, I see that, Phil. You have to be. <laughs> oh, that's where you lure poor girls into. Yeah, if your you're life. this butt ugly, you have to be <laughs> charismatic, girl. You can't. Pussy. You're not going to win people with your charming looks. Mm -mm. Oh. It turned off right when you said um, the sex thing. She became, to make ends meet, they. She put an ad in the paper? Yes, she became a prostitute. A vender las nalgas. A vender las nachas. <laughs> uh, she had a sex room in her home, her family home. They oh decided to have a sex room, and it was called Rose's Room. She enjoyed having sexual encounters, mostly with women. She did have sex with men, but I guess women were more her thing. Okay. She would torture them. She would... Um, torture? Mm-hmm. Like BDSM? Mm-hmm, super BDSM. 
She would torture them. If they resisted, she enjoyed it and she would make them suffer more, restraints, whips, you name it. <gasps> the hell? Mm-hmm. The room even had um, a hole so that Fred can peek in. Once in a while. Whenever he felt like it. There was also a the baby fuck? monitor in the room so that Fred can listen and watch as much as he wanted or whenever she was Ew, with a client. okay. Mm-hmm. And guess who ended up being one of Rose's client in this little red room that she had Anne was um, her own father. <gasps> yeah, Rose's father. Would come. Would come. And have sex with her. Yeah. And Ew. it was said that this room, you know how they have like the red lights like in little cities? The red light like, districts? Yeah. Mm-hmm, that her room supposedly had a red light bulb on, on the outside. So when the light would be on, like the you family knew she was to in- stay away. Ew, yeah. that's fucking gross. Yeah. <gasps> How much would she charge her down? In your own home with your kids, that's pretty. Uh, that's gross. Yeah. How These much would she are charge? So I don't know. So fucked up. Oh my gosh. They're so fucked up. And you know that stuff's happening right now to someone. I don't want to think that. Though. Oh my gosh. Okay, continue. Because it gets worse. Okay, I will continue, guys. By 1983, Rose had given birth to eight children. It's believed that not all eight were Fred's. Mm-hmm. At least three were not Fred's biological children, but rather children of her clients. Mm-hmm. Who? We don't know because she had many clients. Mm-hmm. Fred agreed to act as if they were his own. And since some were darker than Fred's, he would say that his grandmother was black. <laughs> yes. So those genes were strong and made it through to Fred's children. Oh my gosh. Yes. <gasps> mm-hmm. Rose abused their children. Well, I mean, they had so many kids now. She yeah. She became super abusive. They all had chores. She would just beat them. And if, she, they would deprive them of food too, I think. I um, wouldn't be surprised. Yeah. And then um, she would, I mean, she was just, she, she was just evil. Yeah. Yeah. She would. Beat them, beat them for yeah. stupid shit. Um, it, um, between 1972 and 1992, mm-hmm. they were admitted to the hospital, um, to their emergency room, 31 times on counts of like supposedly accidents that happened in the house. Mm-hmm. So w- gross. One pair of the kids actually ran away for numerous days, and when they came back, le fue como en feria. Yeah, she beat the shit out of them. Oh my gosh. Yep. Well, okay, this is where it gets really dark. This is where I had to pause when I was doing the story. But um, in 1972, Anna Marie was eight years old. Mm-hmm. And she was um, actually raped by her own father, Fred. Mm-hmm. She was held down by her stepmother. Mm-hmm. And supposedly it happened in Rose's room, her, you know, red room. Mm-hmm. And then afterwards, Rose... And because we know this because Anna Marie wrote the book. So according to her her book, um, Rose ends up telling her stepdaughter, Anna Marie, I'm sorry, everybody does it to every girl. What the hell? Mm-hmm. It's a father's job. Don't worry and don't say anything to anybody. She just thought it, she just chuckled when she said that. And this like, was the first of many. Like it's a rite of passage. Yeah, like, don't worry, girl. Like, this just this shit just happens. This is what dads do. Yes. Ew, that's fucking Yes, gross. she had no sympathy for poor Anna Marie and what had happened to her. And shortly after this, at the age of 13, well, he, he, kept, he kept raping her. Um, her stepmom, Rose, helped like she would. She just, she never defended her. She just made her do chores and she was often getting raped by Fred and at the age of 13 she was forced into prostitution they would tell the clients that Anna Marie was 16 but she wasn't 16 she was only 13 and it wasn't until the age of 16 that Anna Marie was able to escape this home um, because she took off supposedly with her boyfriend Mm -hmm. I don't know if that's true but um, she she was able to run away and she never ever went back oh my gosh so she left her siblings behind yeah I guess she had to save herself, but like you I said, understandable. Yeah, she. But then you know, it just made Fred then focus more on the other siblings, like mm-hmm. you're saying. And, oh, that sucks. Yeah. Um, rumors and allegations that Fred was raping his children um, came to be. You know, st- it started to go around, and the authorities raided the house. People started whispering. Yeah. Did you hear what Fred did? And finally, um, they found 
they raided the house and they found Rose's room. Mm-hmm. They found all these restraints, whips, sex tapes of minors, but there was no actual evidence that he was raping his own children. Mm-hmm. So they took the children out of the home. They only took five of the children. I don't know why, okay. but they took five of the children out of the home and um, they there was no arrest yet. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, during the investigation, the children were having a hard time cooperating with the authorities. They would... They just, they were very quiet. They were super scared. They wouldn't actually throw their parents under the bus and tell them what happened. Um, They were able. You don't know if you're going to end up going back. Girl, the things that these guys, these two did, like, they feared for their freaking life. Yeah, totally. Especially because their siblings were missing. Yeah. Right? So Anna Marie was actually found. And she did say, yeah, he raped us. He did this. He did that. Oh, they found her. They found her. And then one of the other daughters, her name was Louise, um, denied it because she was so freaking scared. Mm, And she even said that she wanted to go back and live back at home. (gasps) Oh, yeah. Shut up. But I think this goes hand in hand of how like abused kids like that's all, you know, that's all they know. Yeah. So unfortunately, even though they found Anna Marie and you know, they knew that Luis was also a victim. Neither girls would testify. They said, like, we're not going to testify in court. They were too fucking scared. Oh my there was God. no way they were going to do it. So the case, like, kind of... Went cold? Yeah, like, they didn't really have a leg to stand on with these two. Yeah. But one thing that the kids did tell the authorities was that their first daughter that Rosen and mm-hmm. Fred had, her name was Heather. And I guess there was this joke, which wasn't really a joke, mm-hmm. but when Fred would get mad at the children, he would tell the rest of the kids, you guys better, you know, shape up or I'm going to bury you under the porch like we did to Heather. Oh, my God. So Heather actually went missing in 1986. And nobody knows whatever happened to her. Okay. So the authorities were able to get a search warrant to go into the house. Under the deck. Yes. To go actually looking for Heather. Uh And on February 23rd of 1994, they discovered their cemetery. They they went in and served Rose with this search warrant. Rose claimed that she had nothing to do with it. She doesn't even know what happened. Deny, deny, deny. Deny. She was yelling at them, at the authorities, saying, I don't know what happened. This was so many years ago. I don't know where she is. What do you think I am? A bloody computer. (laughs) I don't know why she would say that. But she was just, yeah, she was just like, I don't know what the heck happened to her. She's a lesbian. She probably took off with her lover. And they even (laughs) Okay, he's over here talking shit in her red room. Yes. Bitch. For real. Calm down. Get off your high horse. I know, for real. I didn't even think about that, about her being her own, you know, doing her business. She, they even told the authorities that Heather probably went to go work for a drug lord. Ooh. And I don't know what old this Just bullshit. Talking, defamating, defamating her character. Is that what you say? Defamation? I, I'm not sure. We gotta go. Pobre Heather. Pobre Heather. <laughs> yeah. Pobre Heather for sure. So, you know, the night, the night, the night. And then the next day, Fred was getting ready for work and they were going to start digging in the house. And Fred decided to go and talk to the police. He said that it was time for him to come clean and Uh let him know what happened. He confessed that Heather was opening her mouth and telling a close friend that she was being raped and that her father was very abusive. So he strangled her (gasps) and dismembered her on the bathroom floor with a serrated knife. That he uses to cut frozen meat with. So he took the blame. Yeah. For Rose. For, well, this was um, Heather. This was another daughter. I know, but he took the blame for Rose. Well, yeah, because, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. For the family, like, he, I'll, I'll take the hit. Yes. So he blames nothing on Rose. Oh, nothing my on God. Her. Okay. Mm-hmm. And Dang, so. He was really lover then. He, yeah, he dismembered his other daughter. And he buried her under the family porch. This was a house that they do live in now. The other daughter, Charmaine, was buried under yeah. a different home. Okay. And then they moved. So he tells them, yeah, she's, she's, she's there. And after three days, they couldn't find her body. So then he's like, well, actually, no, I don't think she's there. Um, I think she's fine. What the hell? <laughs> I think she's, she's fine and dandy. 
No, si la encuentran, I get it, but si no, I didn't do it. <laughs> Wait, what the hell? Yeah, so okay. he tries to go back, and she's like, oh, no, never mind. Um, She's, she's probably fine somewhere, right? Since he didn't find her. Mm-hmm. Okay. So... That's not the case. They did find they did find Heather's body. Okay. Um, along with Heather's body, they found two more bodies. Mm. So now the authorities they didn't see this shit coming. Yeah, they thought no. he was only you know fucking Just with his own person. children. So they asked Fred, and he confessed. He confesses that one of the other bodies belonged to Shirley Robinson, who in 1978 he had gotten her pregnant. Oh my god! She was eight months pregnant, and he murdered her and the baby. Mm-hmm. So Shirley Robinson was buried along with her fetus. And the other body was Allison Chambers, which I don't know too much about. But um, so he Allison stuck. Allison Chambers? Mm-hmm. He stuck to the story that he, you know, murdered three people. It was, a, you know, just crazy times. And that was it. That's it. Crazy I'm times. <laughs> I'm good, you know. Those are those three bodies. But um, he decided to, you know kind of tell them well actually there's more bodies and they oh, found damn. over the next five days they found six more bodies on this property oh my god yes the bodies That's were found so under the patio um in the garden mm-hmm. in the cellar and under the bathroom floor oh my god they just scattered them everywhere he scattered them everywhere he dismembered them mm. cut off the fingers the toes i don't know what he had with little bones That's so gross um, they were eight out of the nine bodies were bound, so they were just tortured and just assaulted. And I'm gonna go over some of the victims. I'm not gonna go over how they died because I'm just gonna go over their names and how old they were. Okay. Well, I have I found um, Allison Chambers. Maybe you can insert this. So you said you didn't know uh, that much about Allison Chambers, but Allison Chambers was born in Hanover in 1962, Germany, before she moved to Swansea. I don't know if that's... Probably. That's what it says, Swansea. Okay. (laughs) Allison Chambers was born in Hanover in 1962 in Germany before she moved to Swansea. She was 16 when she moved to Gloucester where she worked for a solicitor firm under a youth training scheme. When she vanished, her disappearance was reported, but she was not found. Her dismembered body with several bones missing were finally discovered in February of 1994. That sucks. All those years, dude. That's terrible. Mm -hmm. This is her. Yeah. Wow. Okay, continue. That sucks. Okay, so I'm going to go over some. Um, mm-hmm. We got Linda Go. She went missing in 1973, and she was 19 years old. Wow. Carol Ann, she was missing in 19... In November of 1973, so just Linda. a few months after. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Lucy Partington, she was missing December of 1973. So this is third in one year. Wow. And she was 21 years old. Therese Sygenthaler... She went missing Easter of 1974, and she was 21 years old. Mm-hmm. Shirley Hubbard went missing November 14th of 1974, and she was 15 years old. She was his youngest victim as far as, you know, someone that wasn't related to him. Yeah, because she was 15. Yeah. Wow. And Juanita Mott, who was missing April 1975, and she was 18 years old. And Juanita, she actually had lodged lodged with the west so she stayed at their house yeah they were like super supposedly social with people and i think they actually had a place for people to rent because of rose's room and they also so another way that they also got him was because they would have like nannies Mm. and they would start like telling the nannies things or participate in our sexual activities and yada 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 yeah it says a juanita mont was believed to have been abducted while she was hitchhiking and accepted a ride from them. Mm-hmm. Oh, Jesus. And that was so big back then, the hitchhiking. Yeah, hitchhiking. Yeah, you didn't think twice the stranger danger. You no. Know? You thought, oh, cool, you're like... People were like, oh, I'm going to go see my friend. Let me hitchhike over there. Yeah, like, let me find a way to get to yeah. you. You didn't even think nothing. twice. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. Yeah, now you stick your thumb out? <laughs> yeah, good luck with that. Good luck. The car speeds up. Fred was telling investigators that it was all him. However, authorities were not buying this anymore because of the way that um, Rose was acting. She didn't seem 
frightened at all. She didn't seem shocked. She was mm-hmm. just like, eh, whatever, like so nonchalant about it. So they started to look into her more and they were able to arrest her on accusations of raping an 11-year-old girl back years ago and then also assaulting an 8-year-old boy. Oh my so they kind of digged up dirty laundry to try to arrest her. So yeah, because they, they thought that there's no way he did it all by himself. Yeah, and so they arrested her on April 20th of 1994. Mm-hmm. And by May 6th, the couple was being jointly charged with five counts of murder. After each count, Rose would just say, I'm innocent. I'm innocent. I'm innocent. She just... She denied, denied, denied. Mm-hmm. So, you know, these two haven't seen each other since Fred got arrested back in February. Mm-hmm. So it came June 30th, months after they finally got to see each other. And Fred was so excited to see Rose. He just couldn't couldn't wait to have some kind of communication with her. But Rose completely ignored him. She looked disgusted or irritated with him. And she wanted nothing to do with him. She was just like, ugh, like you crappy ass person, you know? Mm-hmm. Fred tried to communicate with Rose multiple times, um, even through letters, and she would never respond. He became very depressed. Mm-hmm. And on January 1st of 1995, this fucking coward decided to kill himself. Oh, my. Isn't that like that yes. um, Eddie... Uh, the guy with the Ariel three Castro? ladies? Yeah. Mm-hmm. También. Coward. Killed himself. Fucking cowards, dude. Fucking They did the worst yet. shit to these women, and then they go to, like... They didn't even get convicted and they just fucking kill themselves pinches perros yeah freaking fucking pussies cowards dude Mm -hmm. so yeah you can do this to all these other people yeah it's crazy fred killed himself by hanging himself in his cell with knotted blankets but before he killed himself he turned on rose oh he said he had to she had something to do with the murders and he even accused her of having something to do with their daughter Charmaine's murder. Mm. Here, let me show you a quick little clip. I said, well, Charmaine. I said, hang on a fucking minute. Where's Charmaine? She said, um, Charmaine's buried in the in the coal cellar in Midland Road. Yeah, she's buried in the corner, she said. I said, she's not fucking cut up. I mean, you haven't cut a fucking child up, for God's sake. You know what I mean? That was the feeling that was coming to me. Oh, no, she said. Oh, no, she's not cut up, she said. She's fully clothed, wrapped in blankets and and buried. He turns on her and now he wants to, you know, throw her under the bus. Oh, my God. So he wrote a suicide note and he left it in his cell. Mm. The suicide note was had the drawing of a gravestone. And in the gravestone, he wrote, quote, In loving memory, Fred West, Rose West, rest in peace where no shadow falls. In perfect peace, he waits for Rose, his wife. Ew, so gross. I know. He freaking is gonna wait in peace for her? You don't deserve any freaking peace, you freaking piece of shit. I agree. I know. So, Rose is left. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, In this trial by herself. Uh I mean, not that I feel any bad for her or anything, but... Oh, well, girl. Um, She went to trial for seven weeks, and she was found guilty on all ten counts. Mm -hmm. The judge says she should never be paroled. Rose still claims she's innocent. And in March of 1996, Rose wanted to appeal her sentence. But that was shortly lived because the judge rejected her appeal. He said that she had a perfectly fair, fair trial, and there's no reason why there should be a retrial has Mm -hmm. been denied good it will never happen good and she still tried to appeal in october of 2000 but in september of 2001 she retracted her appeal because according to her she will never be free she still denies having anything to do with these murders their children you know having such a bad childhood um, yeah they at least have been given new identities oh good and they have been assisted in hopefully living a somewhat normal life all right. And uh, with, as far as the house, because there's all these bodies buried in it, mm-hmm. or there was, there was bones missing that they found in the walls of the actual structure. Jesus Christ. That they have taken the home down and it has become just a walkway. Like an alley? Yeah. 
almost uh-huh. like an alley to get from one side to the other of the street. Jesus. Well, I kind of want to tell you something about like a victim that actually did get away. Because it looks, it seems like this is the only person that got out alive. Okay. And it, this happened in 1972. So this happened before the other ladies that went missing that were found on his property. Okay. Okay. So 17-year-old Caroline Owens, she was hitchhiking to go see her boyfriend. Just Uh-oh. any other day, she mm-hmm. always stopped in the same place. These two people, the cheerful couple, they came to pick her up. And they offered, you know, they asked her where she was going. Mm-hmm. And they're like, oh, yeah, we can take you. And as she was Fred and Rose. Mm -hmm. Uh And they just seem super happy, super cheerful, charismatic people. And so, you know, she's she's sitting in the back and they tell her, hey, you want to be a nanny? We have these three beautiful daughters. And she's like, oh, my God, how great. She's loving the opportunity. Love it. Love it. (laughs) Yes. Because she according to her, she didn't really like living at home. So to her, she's like, if I can live with this cheerful couple and their daughters, like, awesome. Yeah. They're so nice. So she decided to take the, the job and she no. goes to live with them. Well, when she's living with them, she starts seeing these red flags, right? So at first it was calm. They didn't really um, show much. But in one instance, Fred tells her that Anna Marie lost her virginity. Well, Anna Marie was only eight years old. What so the fuck? she's like, what are you, Wait, what are you talking about? This isn't funny. Yeah. She said it jokingly, you know? And she's like, I was really taken aback. That was really disgusting. I don't know why he would say that. And he's like, oh, no, no, what happened is the bike saddle came off and... Went up her ass? I guess. Oh, my The thing poked her or whatever. So he's like, oh, yeah, that's how she lost her virginity. And she was just... She didn't think it was funny. She didn't think Fred was funny. Of course. No, that's not funny. At all. So Fred would kind of make passes at her and he asked her to be part... The final straw was when he asked her to be part of of their sex circle. Ew. And she was like, fuck this. I'm not taking it. So she left. She was super offended. Just She's like, I'm out. Right? Yeah, so she no. leaves and, you know, she goes about living her regular life. And she's standing where she always, you know, hitchhiked mm-hmm. to go visit her boyfriend. So here comes the happy couple again. And they're like, please get in. We'll take you. I'm sorry. We just want to apologize for the misunderstanding. And she's... What the... And back then... She's like, well, I just didn't want to be mean to them. So she I got, got back in the in. car. <gasps> yes, girl. She got what back an idiot. In. Yes. She got back in. That's what I thought. But then at the same time, I'm like, I think people were just so proper back then. She didn't want to be rude. Well, now yeah, we know. Yeah. No, but still, like, no. Well, she did. Oh, but yeah, she yeah. She gets in the car. And this was ugh, the worst mistake of her life. Because she got in the car. And... They're telling her, we miss you. The girls miss you. You were so great. And she's like, oh, okay, you know, you know, whatever. They're telling to ask her to come back. And she's not really interested. And then Fred says, have you had sex today? And she's like, oh, here, here we, we go. go. Yeah. So she's disgusted. And then he tells his wife, Rose, hey, go check if she's wet. So she goes what in the, the backseat. Yeah. And he... You know, she's super disgusted and she starts fueling her up and then they start punching her to where she becomes unconscious <gasps> in the backseat. Oh, shit. So okay. let me show you like how this ends up. So she ends up, long story short, she ends up in the dungeon of these two fucking animals. In the red room? She ends up in the red room. And then this is her account. The next 12 hours, um, I was beaten both of them were like medical examining. It was almost, you know, they were talking about my genitalia and all that as if they were doctors. You know, oh, this is a bit strange, oh, that's so-and-so. I thought they were gonna get a knife and just start cutting at me. So I was absolutely terrified, but he, he got a, his belt off his jeans and he'd folded it over and was whipping me between the leg with his belt. And then, she started doing something else sexual towards me while he watched and then she invited him to join in and she was doing something to me and he was having sex with her from behind at the same time. To be quite honest, at that time I, I would have been up here off dead. He just raped me and then he started crying. He said to me, you know, if you promise that you won't tell her I've touched you, he said, and you'll come back here to live, he said, I'll let you go. She's like, yes, I, I'll agree. He's I you agree. Go. I'll I'll be your nanny. Just let me go. I'll come back. Of course, she didn't fucking come back, and um, she wouldn't testify. <gasps> she was too scared. She didn't want to testify, 
And so they only got fined. And that was it. They got away with it. Yeah. And she was she was a victim in 1972, and if you read when all the bodies yeah, and then that 80s, were found, 80s. it was all in 1973. So it was a year later. And she she was just too scared to testify. But if that's what happened with her, and I'm sure they just got worse over time, the way that they made people suffer. So they got arrested sexual. in the 70s. They got they didn't get arrested till 1994. That's what I'm saying. So like it was in 73, but they didn't get arrested till 94. Yes. So almost 20 years. She could have stopped them. Um, I mean, she could have probably paused it. Yeah. It didn't sound like they could have stopped that much because they didn't... They only find them. And what happened to Rose? Rose ended up getting sentenced to life in prison oh. without the eligibility of parole. Because I read here on that um, in 2020, there was a TV documentary for Rose. No way. West, Yeah. Rose West or in 2020 in 2020 okay it's the documentary is called Rose West and Myra Hinley their untold story with Trevor McDonald no Rose and Myra Hinley grew close in jail and Myra Hinley is a woman that committed murders with her boyfriend yeah so her and Rose in common yes her and Rose grew close in jail bonding over their similar crimes and they had a love affair which then cooled off as they became rivals to become prison royalty. I can see that. Yeah, like they because wanted to be the like queen bees. Because it sounded like she was pretty alpha in her home. Yeah. I mean, she had the red room. Fred would watch. I feel like she called a lot of shots. But maybe because he was pussy with because she was young. And yeah. And he was like, oh my God. like I think she was helping lower people in. So he was like, okay, yeah. And then she... They said she, well, obviously he raped the girls, but she was very abusive. Like, she caused more of the abuse, daily abuse, yeah. daily physical abuse, and then she helped And him. Fred was, sounded like he was afraid of her. Like, he told the girl, like, I'll let, if you don't tell her that I touched you, I'll let you go. So she was obviously very possessive then. Mm-hmm. And then he didn't blame her at all when he first went yeah, to talk to the authorities. So he took all the blame. He he wanted her to be just cleared. Yeah, and I then when he found out of her, fear or out of love that he did that, I feel like he did it out of love. You think? I so? think that's the only thing he you ever think loved. These was two her. people could be capable of loving? Well, apparently not her. But I think Fred loved her if he took all the blame. But the way he talked about Charmaine's body, it's like, dude, you have no remorse. Yeah, he had nothing. So disgusting. Oh wait, she's under there. Oh okay. And the fact that she's still alive, I thought she'd be dead by now. No, dude. Because she's what, almost like, she's like 70 years old? She was born what, in 53? Yeah. Yeah, so, so she's, she's like 70, going to be 70. 80. What's worse, 80. dying or rotting in jail? I don't know. Because right now she wants to be prison royalty. What an <laughs> idiot. 70. Yeah, These then. people, you I don't probably know. Look like That's a raisin. so disgusting. But obviously, like, they both had really traumatic childhoods. But man, if Shet can meet Shet, man, like yeah, you like would just literally met your soulmate. But they Shet. do say they you attract like the energy that you put out, right? <laughs> I guess they did. Oh my god, that is so disgusting. Like, I don't even know. Like, how do you even begin having that conversation with your partner? Like, oh, you know what? I I have fantasies of killing someone. Oh yeah, me too. Fuck, do I didn't do? even think about that, girl. I wouldn't. That's like pillow talk. I, just, I would if never. You, if you think about it, Fred killed two fetuses of his own, supposedly. Those were his own children. And then he killed... Well, he didn't kill Charmaine. He helped bury her. He killed But still, um, you Heather, raised that girl as your own. Supposedly. He killed Heather, which was another one of his daughters. And then he killed his first wife, Boy. which is the mother of his That's two so daughters. Disgusting. Like, he was father of the fucking century. Like, he was a fucking asshole. All around. Mm-mm. All around. That's yep. so gross. So this is how This we... is disgusting. Mine's not disgusting like this. But it is a very sad and tragic story. Yeah, this one's gross. Whatever next one I do, I'm not gonna I'm not gonna put any incest in it for sure. Yeah, incest um, just uh, the worst. oh god, it just literally it makes your stomach not. Yeah, it just yeah. grosses me the fuck out. That yeah. is so disgusting. 
So this is how we opened up our father deadbeat dad. Deadbeat dad series. Fuck. Yeah. So. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I think he takes the cake. I think he takes the cake. Bleh. He's the worst father ever. Deadbeat dad. Ever. Kick him off the stage. Fuera. Fuera. That's so gross. Yeah. All right, guys. Well, we will talk to you next week. Please Bye. be sure to rate, review, review, subscribe. Share it with your friends. Bye. Bye. Hey guys, just wanted to update you that we have our email and IG up and running. Please send your comments and suggestions to thecuriouscatpod at gmail.com and follow us on Instagram at curiouscatpodcast. Please rate, review, subscribe, and tell a friend. Stay curious and remember, curiosity killed the cat. Wow.